to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. I couldn't even enjoy his anguish. I could only think of one thing that would make him look like that, and my eyes followed his. I saw her at the same moment that I caught her scent, her warm, clean, human scent. Bella was half hidden behind the arm of the sofa, curled up in a loose fetal position, her arms wrapped around her knees. For a long second, I could see nothing except that she was still the Bella that I loved, her skin still a soft, pale peach, her eyes still the same chocolate brown. My heart thudded a strange, broken meter, and I wondered if this was just some lying dream that I was about to wake up from. Then I really saw her. There were deep circles under her eyes, dark circles that jumped out because her face was all haggard. Was she thinner? Her skin seemed tight, like her cheekbones might break right through it. Most of her dark hair was pulled away from her face into a messy knot, but a few strands stuck limply to her forehead and neck, to the sheen of sweat that covered her skin. There was something about her fingers and wrists that looked so fragile it was scary. She was sick. Very sick. Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. My name is Marin. My name is Emily. And we are Remember, Remember Twilight. Twilight. On this week's episode of Remember Twilight, we are discussing Chapter 9 of Breaking Dawn. It's literally called Sure as Hell Didn't See That One Coming for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what, Jacob? We never do. <laughs> we never do see that one coming. Do that, we? that one is, always sneaks up on us. <laughs> um, so last week we had uh, our first Jacob chapter. This week we unfortunately have a second Jacob chapter. Wait, how many are there? <laughs> Too many. <laughs> Eleven total, I oh, think. Oh no, okay. 
<laughs> so that's that's fun. And last we knew, uh, the pack was like, we're not doing anything about the Coens, no matter what they do, because we're chill. We're chill. All those old things don't actually apply to this particular situation. We understand that circumstances are different. We're not freaking out. Except, except Jakey. Yeah, Jacob wants to have all the no-chill available. All of it. Uh, so he has made a Jacob plan. <laughs> it's worse than the Bella plan. It's way worse than any Edward plan. It's not much of a plan, to be honest. <laughs> it's mostly get to one location and then... Just go, see what see happens. What happens. <laughs> he has almost made it back home. He is still just running... As a person, <laughs> he doesn't want any of the guys to hear his plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. The whole thing is he has to like get to the Colin's house before anyone figures out what he's doing. But the second he gets to his house, Billy's just there, like in the yard, staring at him. <laughs> and he's like, Oh no. <laughs> Jacob does the most classic Jacob thing. This is where it starts. Well, I think it has, to, it started a while ago. It started once he ran away when he found out that Bella was getting married. He was like, I'm never coming back. And then he immediately came back. And now again, he's like, I'm leaving and I'm not going to say goodbye to anybody. Immediately says goodbye to, J- to Billy. <laughs> Jake's a little unclear on his motives, on his plans. Just a bit. So Billy's like, hey, do you want to come uh, help me inside? And Jacob's like, you don't need help. And he's like, but my arms are tired. I just, I wheeled myself all the way from Sue's. And Jacob's like, no, you didn't. It's all downhill. So he's like, I don't know why Billy is playing like the pause game because he couldn't know anything yet, but he is. So they go inside and Billy's like, is there any food left? And Jacob's like, yeah, right. Paul was here all day. Okay, but I gotta be honest, Paul should stop eating all their food. All these dudes are on government assistance because our (laughs) government doesn't care about the native people. And Paul's like, well... Gonna go over to the Black's house and just eat all their food every single day. He should contribute a little. Yeah, bring your own bag of chips or something. (laughs) Jacob's like, well, you can tell Rachel to go stay at his place then. And Billy's like, how dare you suggest even a murmur of her leaving. Listen, we were joking before, but Jacob, this is serious. Yeah. He tells Jacob that it's harder for the girls to be at home because uh, it reminds them of their mom being in the house. And Jacob's like, yeah, I know. And then he tells us, us the readers, that Rebecca hasn't come home because plane tickets home from Hawaii are expensive, but that Rachel doesn't have that excuse. So she instead just does school and work full time. So she never has a break. And that if it hadn't been for Paul, she probably would have already left again. And so Jacob's like, okay, well, bye. I'm going to go work on some stuff. And he starts to walk out. And then Billy's like, hold on. What happened? Do I need to call Sam? And Jacob's like, nothing happened. I guess we're all just a bunch of leech lovers now. He just is Napoleon Dynamite and I can't help it. I just, I appreciate every moment of it. (laughs) And um, Billy's like, what? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, are you leaving? And then they just stand there. Jacob literally has his back to him and they just stand there in silence for a long time. And then Jacob finally is just like, well, Rachel can have her room back. Um, so she doesn't have to sleep on the air mattress. And Billy goes, she'd rather sleep on the floor than use you than lose you. And so would I. And Jacob's just like, 
He's uh, right. Snort. He's right, though, to snort because that's not true. Uh-huh. Rachel's like, please, I don't care about Jacob's being a big baby. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate this air mattress. <laughs> and then so Billy's like, OK, well, take a break if you need to, but come home soon. And Jacob's like, well, maybe there's lots of weddings coming up that I'll probably need to be here for. And Billy's like, will you look at me? He's got all these weddings to go and abuse the bride at. Many more bruises to give out. (laughs) And so Billy's finally like, where are you going? And Jacob's like, oh, I don't know. Um, And Billy's like, really? (laughs) You don't know where you're going to go? And then he's like, they just stare at each other. And Billy's finally like, don't do it. It's not worth it. And Jacob's (laughs) like, I don't don't know what you're talking about. And Billy's like, just leave Bella and the Collins alone. Sam is right. And then Jacob does the Jacobist thing he could think of to do. He takes the phone, pulls out the cable, and wads the whole cord up in his hand to take with him. This is abuse. Billy has a disability. He literally needs a phone in his house. Like, what if he falls? What if something happens? Jacob, you're being such an ass. He really is. Ugh. And then he just goes, bye, Dad. (laughs) Leaves. Uh, So he decides to go for the motorcycle versus running. And he doesn't know how long it'll take Billy to wheel himself down to the store and get someone on the phone who could get a message to Sam. Honestly, this is abusive. It's so disgusting. He's taking full advantage of Billy's literal disability. This is the lowest low that Jacob, I mean, like, even probably a little bit lower than the sexual assault. Like, this is like, (laughs) your dad could die, like, trying to stop you. And you're just like, bye. (laughs) Ugh. Ugh. Jacob feels fine with this plan. <laughs> and unless Paul happens to go home first, then then it's all over. Um, so Jacob's plan is just to go as fast as he can. Good plan. Good plan. Uh, he turns on the bike and he starts leaving. And he says that the highway was busy with tourist traffic. So it's definitely FTF time of the year. <laughs> It truly is because it's September. (laughs) It literally is the first weekend of September. (laughs) Incredible. I Uh, love this canon. (laughs) All of us are hanging out. Oh Uh, my gosh, I love it. Yes. And he tells us how fast he speeds down all the roads to get to the Cullen's house. And then once he gets there, he slows way down because he doesn't actually have a plan. He is so embarrassing right now. Stop it. It's He's just being pulled. He's being pulled by the baby. But it's, oh, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets to their driveway and he's like, well, they can definitely hear me coming. So it's not a surprise anymore. And also, Edward's definitely going to hear my plan and he probably can already. So I guess what I'm going to do is just walk in and see that Bella's a vampire, and then challenge Edward to a duel. I challenge you to a duel! (laughs) With a smack smack right in the face, right? He does know Edward well enough to know that he would want to be dramatic about this. (laughs) I see him walking in. He's got white gloves on but he walks in and he takes one off and he puts it behind his back and with his ungloved hand he just smacks Edward (laughs) twice on the face. (laughs) I don't know. Nobody does. 
So then uh, his plan is obviously everyone's going to let him and Edward fight alone only. And then when he kills Edward, then he'll take on as many others as he possibly can. That makes sense. And then he's like, Sam probably won't even do anything about this. He'll probably just say I got what I deserved. Well, yes. (laughs) So he gets to the house and the smell hit him like a rotten tomato to the face. (laughs) He wants to barf. It's even worse than the last time he was there because there's not a bunch of humans around. And as far as he can tell, nothing's happening at the house. So he turns off the bike and then he can hear tense, angry murmurs from the other side of the doors. (laughs) I love this. The thought of just like, who is it? Carlisle and Alice and they run to the door, but they don't open it. And they're just like, (laughs) 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 it's such a cute little sight. Yes. So Jacob takes one last kind of good air breath and then he hops, hops onto the porch. The door opens and it's Carlisle. But the door opens before his fist could touch. He's going to punch the door. Is this what's happening? He's going to haggard it down. <laughs> I'm like, why is your fist? Is it like a knock or is it a punch? Probably knowing Jacob, he would mean for a knock, but it would be just a fist right <laughs> through the door. He doesn't know how to knock on doors anymore. No. It's like when Buffy grabs the door handle and it just comes off. <laughs> yes. All right. So here we have Carlisle and he is not looking great. He opens the door and he says, hello, Jacob, how are you? And Jacob's like, oh, no, I can't be I can't be mean to the nice one. <laughs> He's like, I'd rather Edward had come through the door, fangs out. the Like the plastic ones mm-hmm. you get on Halloween? Uh, just a tray of them. <laughs> Edward's got... <laughs> Kind of interest you in Does he thing? have some in his mouth and he's got a tray and yeah. they're all just out. They're out. Fangs out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob thinks maybe the reason that he is a little softer towards Carlisle is because, well, he literally fixed him up last spring. And so he he's going to try to not kill him. Thanks. So Jacob's like, I heard Bella made it back alive. And Carlisle <laughs> just goes, it's really not the best time. And then he goes... Can we do this later? <laughs> he knows what's happening and he is not having any of it. His, <laughs> I like, know you're here to kill us all, but could you just tomorrow maybe? His dad snark is so good. <laughs> this is really not the best time, Jacob. We'll fight you tomorrow. Yes. Cute. Um, so Jacob just stares at him like, did he really <laughs> just say that to me? Yes. And then he hears Bella say, why not? Are we keeping secrets from Jacob too? What's the point? Mm. And he's like... Are all new vampires sound like they're dying? (laughs) No, actually. Uh, And Bella's like, come in, please, Jacob. Jacob! (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, I wonder if she's thirsty. Maybe that's why she's so hoarse. And so then Jacob's just like, excuse me to Carlisle and walks past him. Oh my gosh, the scene. Okay, so he walks into the living room, and there we have the one white couch and every colon (laughs) just around it, staring at Bella. Standing perfectly still, all staring at Bella. We need to make a sticker of this. (laughs) Pregnant Bella on the couch, everyone just like... (laughs) 
staring at her. And Jake and Edward's on the Edward's leaning against her, just hands on face. <laughs> yeah, oh, I can see it now. So Jacob sees this, and then he sees Edward crouched on the floor, and uh, he's like, "Oh, oh my god!" <laughs> and okay, I know everything that Edward does in this is supposed to break your heart, but everything it describes him doing made me literally laugh out loud. I laughed through this entire <laughs> chapter. I laughed so hard while I was reading it. I was like, every page, I was LOLing. I was writing, haha, what is going on on everything? So Jacob's like, I've seen Edward angry and arrogant and in pain, but this is beyond agony. His eyes were half crazed. He didn't even look up to glare at me. He just stared at the couch beside him with an expression like someone had lit him on fire. Jacob's seeing this and he's like, damn it, I can't even enjoy this because the only thing that would make him look like that is Bella. Right. Jacob Jacob feels just a little bit of humanity right now seeing <laughs> Edward be so sad. So he looks down and he sees Bella and also smells Bella and he's like, okay, she is still human. Weird. Um, she has Bella looking skin, Bella colored <laughs> eyes. Um, he gets really excited and then he like actually sees Bella and he's like, oh my God, she looks terrible. <laughs> she looks half dead. She's sweaty. She's skinny. Her face is bad. Her skin <laughs> bad. Her hair limp. Bella. <laughs> what the hell what happened the hell to you, happened Luca? You, Luca? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's our title. (laughs) (laughs) And so he's like, okay, so Bella is actually sick. That that was not a lie. And so while he's like literally jaw open, eyes bulging, staring at her, she pukes. (laughs) Your description of this book is so good. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Also, there's this whole Rosalie thing happening and Jacob goes, if I know one thing, it's that Bella is scared of Rosalie. Okay. LOL. Oh, Jacob, if you only knew. He literally says, I knew that Bella didn't like Rosalie. Jacob, I'd seen it in the set of her lips when she talked about her. Not just that she didn't like her. She was afraid of Rosalie or she had been. Jacob, sweet, sweet baby. (laughs) It's not fear you were seeing. (laughs) Bella, apparently no longer afraid of Rosalie anymore. Um, Rosalie is on barf bucket duty. (laughs) (laughs) And anytime Bella goes a little green, they have a pan under the couch that Rosalie just picks up and puts right under Bella's face and she barfs. And Edward, okay, so Edward now falls to his knees. (laughs) Edward. He had been standing, but this latest puke is too much for him. He can no longer stand up. I know it's supposed to be terrible, but it's just funny. Well, and it's even funnier later when he's like, I have to hide how I feel around (laughs) Bella. And I'm like, honey, you've been doing a bad job of hiding how you feel around her. The groaning and the falling and the fainting. (laughs) Oh my gosh. He's the most dramatic he's ever been. Edward literally falls to his knees and Rosalie is like too close. (laughs) This is the best comedy I've ever read. Okay. Jacob's like, I have no idea what the hell is happening here. So there's Bella, some puke like on her mouth. She just smiles at Jacob and is like, sorry. Edward's moaning. Uh. 
<laughs> he truly is. <laughs> Bella's like, it's okay, baby. <laughs> Hi, Jacob. <laughs> oh, poor Bella. All the mental load. Oh, my gosh. She's got to comfort these men while she's dying of this pregnancy. Yeah. I can't stand it. Jacob doesn't realize that he's, like, walking towards Bella, but then Rosalie hisses at him. <laughs> But Jacob's just like, I can't even deal with Rosalie. She's not even here. (laughs) (laughs) But Bella's like, it's fine. And so Rosalie steps aside and goes and crouches by Bella, just ready to attack Jacob at any given moment. So Jacob comes over and he's like, what is wrong? And he also is like crouching next to Bella across from her husband. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Uh, So he reaches out and grabs Bella's hand. Um, She's very cold. And he's like, are you all right? (laughs) (laughs) And then he goes, it was a stupid question. She didn't answer it. She's like, I'm so glad you came to see me. And then Edward is just (laughs) (laughs) on the couch, head head in her blanket, moaning. (laughs) She's just like, there, there. It's he, okay, Edward. I underlined it like four times because I was like, why is he doing this? <laughs> Hold it together, Edward. Really? You are not the one dying here. <laughs> He's so sad, but oh, I man. get it. <laughs> I do, but okay, so say for instance that I catch cancer or something and I'm laying there on my deathbed and Mark is just groaning at my side and I have to be like it's okay honey Uh, I'd be so mad about that go away and groan in someone else's lap I would be angry at his groaning Bella is so long suffering so Jacob's like what is happening here And Bella looks around at everyone and everyone else just like stares back at her. And she's like, okay, Rosalie, help me up. And Rosalie's like, wants to kill Jacob for even suggesting that Bella does a thing. Uh, But Bella's like, please. So she has to like move Edward off of Bella. (laughs) (laughs) She just like picks him up by his collar and like puts him on a different cushion. <laughs> and he stays in exactly the same position <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Edward! <laughs> he lit- Okay, this line, I cannot. Rosalie pulled Bella off the couch. Edward stay where- stayed where he was, sacking forward till his face was buried <laughs> in the cushions. <laughs> Bella stands up and he just... <laughs> I will admit, I've never been that sad before, but man, it just feels a little much for the circumstances. <sighs> Not that he's over sad, but it's it's too much of the behavior. <sighs> he definitely needs to be have a new CD and be in his <laughs> car right now. He needs very something. Okay, so... Jacob's looking at Bella because she's standing up now and the blanket <laughs> is on the ground. And he's like, she is swollen. And in a weird way, um, her torso is ballooning out and the rest of her is very, very little. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what I'm looking at until Bella puts her hands on the top and bottom of her stomach. And then he's like, what the? <laughs> Some of the, the descriptions in this paragraph are so weird to me he first of all 
is she wearing Emmett's sweatshirt for Midnight Sun? Because <laughs> she's wearing a faded gray sweatshirt that's way too big for her shoulders and arms, but it stretches over her belly, which he calls the deformed part. <laughs> this is what Edward means when he says that Bella and Jacob understand each other. Because <laughs> they describe people the same way. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, he goes like, the big bulge had grown out of what it had sucked from her. <laughs> really cool and then so jacob sees a pregnant bella and he's like i didn't want to think about him inside her right now oh my gosh jacob this is not about you stop it (sighs) also you don't have to you don't have to think like oh she's pregnant he went inside of her stop what the hell? <sighs> uh-huh. Okay. It gets worse, guys. This chapter is something else. It really is. Okay, Jacob's almost going to vomit thinking about Imagine <laughs> this. Imagine if Rose handed him the puke bowl. <laughs> the already half him- full one from Bella. Just like she here. sees him turn green and she just <laughs> gently hands it to him. <laughs> okay, but not only is she pregnant with Edward's seed. Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> it also looks like it is taking her life to feed its own because it was a monster just like its father. This is such Anakin Skywalker voice. I always knew he would kill her. Because it was a monster. Just like its father. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, now Edward is just there with his face in the cushion. And he's like, suddenly, my own terrible thoughts are accompanied by someone else's terrible thoughts. (laughs) And so he looks at Jacob and he's like, you get me. (laughs) (laughs) And I wrote, LOL, honestly, just laughing through the whole chapter. (laughs) Suddenly, he stands up. And he's like, come outside with me, Jacob. <laughs> and so Jacob's Jacob like, stands up right, too. I'm ready to go kill you right now. That's what I came here for. <laughs> like these men. <laughs> so then the big one and the hungry looking one come over also. This is Jacob describing people the way that freaking Bella does. And then later he goes, Esme, Alice, small and distractingly female. Excuse me, yeah, <laughs> distractingly female. <laughs> oh, also, Jacob doesn't want to kill girls, no. even vampire girls, <laughs> but maybe Rosalie only. Good grief, what is even happening here? I don't know. We're in Jacob's world, <laughs> I don't like it. Everything's really <laughs> wacky. <laughs> Okay, so Bella sees everybody standing up and, like, getting closer to each other. And she's like, no, stop. (laughs) She grabs Edward's arm. um, And Rosalie is, like, just following Bella wherever she goes to (laughs) catch her. Um, But Edward's like, it's okay. I just need to talk to him. And he literally just, like, reaches up and, like, touches Bella's cheek. And Jacob's like, everything is red. How dare he be able to still touch her after what he's done to her? His very wife. <laughs> Good grief. Edward's just like, don't worry, Bella. We're just, just sit back down. We're going to go outside. We'll be right back. And she just stares at Edward for a long time. And then she's like, okay. And she sits down. And then she stares at Jacob and she's like, behave and then come back. 
He doesn't say anything. They just walk outside. And Edward walks like all the way back down the driveway. And Jacob's like, he's leaving himself strangely unprotected. Oh my gosh. No, (laughs) he's truly not. And he's like, he'll know when I decide to attack. So I have to decide it really quick. And Edward's just like, I'm not ready for you to kill me yet, Jacob. (laughs) Please be patient. And Jacob's like, I don't care about your schedule. Patience isn't my specialty. This is why I like couldn't read this section because I was like, there's too much of these two boys <laughs> talking to each other. Edward randomly stops and turns around. And then Jacob's like, I am simply a child who has <laughs> not lived any life or had anything bad ever happen to me because there is nothing I could ever do to understand the searing agony in Edward's eyes. That's where it is. Edward tries to rip his whole face off, but he doesn't. His mouth opened like he was going to scream, but nothing came out. We have to do the scream, but it's Edward. But it's Edward. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jen? If you're available. You got it. Oh my heck, that's beautiful. So then Jacob's like, well, everything I was going to do doesn't matter because this is this is a lot for even me. Edward just ripping his face off and just this Mm -hmm. I can't stand it um so then Jacob's like okay so it is for sure killing her then right she's dying and Jacob's like I know even all my my face is like his face but like not even close because this is like still new to me he's had a lot of time to get here and also it's different for me because I've already lost her so many times in my head As if you could outbrood Edward Cullen. Jacob, you almost made me quit the podcast just then. I can't I can't go on after that kind of a statement. Comparing your pain to Edward Cullen's? Leave. Bye. Go away. So then Edward just says it's his fault and he crumples back down. <laughs> and Jacob's like, I could kill him right now, but I won't. And so then Edward has face planted into the dirt. He has fallen on the ground, face first into the dirt. And he's just saying, yes, it's killing her. I'm going to pee my pants. (laughs) Jacob is very annoyed by this. Come on, Jacob. He doesn't see the humor in this. This is funny shit. (laughs) He got a little bit of dirt on his tongue when he said that. And he's like, I deserve to carry this dirt. It's like the dirt of Bella's grave. He swallows it. I will also carry this with her. Her tear in me forever. Oh my gosh. So then Jacob's like, okay, why hasn't Carlisle done anything? Why is it still inside her? And then Edward's like, (laughs) she won't let us. And Jacob's like, well, (laughs) very Bella of her. And then Edward's like, you know her so much better than I do. I didn't see it in time. She wouldn't talk to me on the way home. I thought she was frightened. I thought she was angry with me. I never imagined what she was really thinking until we got back to the airport and she ran right into Rosalie's arms. Yet you understand after one second. And Jacob's like, hold on. Okay, that's a whole other thing. But did you ever notice that Bella is exactly as strong as a normal 110 pound human girl? Just hold her down, knock her out, and do it. And Edward's like, me and Carlisle, whatever. (laughs) Yes, I love that. I actually love that. That they were like, yeah, we were going to. (laughs) 
That would have been a whole other, <laughs> whole other thing. Imagine, Bella. Oh, she no. would have left him then. <laughs> Never mind. Bye. She would have woken up as a vampire and been like, okay, this was fun. Bye. <laughs> Starting my own vegetarian family. Mad at you guys. I'm taking Alice with me this time. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Great story. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Emmett and Rosalie would go with Bella. <laughs> <laughs> I think Alice too, though. Like, think of it. A split. A divide. And poor Edward would have just followed them around <laughs> forever. <laughs> he would have he would have been so bad at tracking them, but every oh once in a while gosh. he would catch up with them and be like, Hi guys. And they'd be like, No. <laughs> I forgot what a bad tracker he is. <laughs> Really, really, this is my favorite, like, headcanon we've ever come up with. <laughs> okay, and so then Jacob's just like, why didn't you? Are you guys too noble then? And Edward's like, no, not noble. Her bodyguard complicated things. <laughs> and Jacob's like, oh, okay. Why does Rosalie want Bella to die so bad? <laughs> These guys are such idiots. <laughs> Edward's like, maybe he, she does want Bella to die, but I don't think that's it. <laughs> and Jacob's like, okay, so take her out first and then just like rip her apart, put her pieces uh. away for a minute and then put her back together later. And Edward's like, Emmett wouldn't love us. <laughs> also Esme and I can't go against whatever Esme says. <sighs> and then Jacob's like, you should have just left Bella with me. Oh, and then poor Edward. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and then Jacob thinks to himself, maybe he should have thought about all this before he knocked her up. And then he goes, he stared up at me from inside his own personal hell. And I could see that he agreed with me. Oh, no. But Edward was just like, I didn't know. There's never been anything like this before. How could we have possibly known? And uh, Jacob's like, yeah, because typically the human would get ripped to shreds. And Edward's just like, yeah. <laughs> Some people do it on purpose, but not me. And Edward's like, I didn't realize you had a special name for you. <laughs> he stared up at me with a face that looked a thousand years old. Even you, Jacob Black, cannot hate me as much as I hate myself. Oh. But then Edward's just like, killing me doesn't save her. And Jacob's like, well, what does? And then Edward has the worst plan. Wait, I think I wrote that down. Edward's worst plan. <laughs> I Shrip out this page. I can't. Here's the thing, guys. I literally forgot that this happened. <laughs> and I made a post about it on Instagram because I was like, what the fuck? This did not happen. How did... Okay, go ahead. Okay. So... Let's all just remember that Edward is in his worst of worst times. He is as desperate as he has ever been and as he will ever be. Mm -hmm. This is not a choice that Edward Cullen in his right mind would make. So please keep that in mind because this is terrible. It is. This is beyond the worst. But it is not. I don't want anybody to think that I am blaming Edward for coming up with this idea. I just had forgotten about it, and it shook me to my core. <laughs> so Edward goes, Jacob, you have to do something for me. And Jacob's like, fuck you. <laughs> and Edward's like, well, you have to do something for her. And he's like, Ugh. I tried. I tried to do everything I could to keep her away from you. Uh, it's too late now. 
And Edward's like, you know her, though. You're, you connect to her. You're part of her. She doesn't listen to me. She thinks she's strong enough, but she's not. But she might listen to you. And Jacob's like, well, why would she? And then Edward, from the dirt, launches <laughs> up to his feet again, suddenly having this idea. And Jacob's just like, has he literally lost his mind? And Edward just says back to him, maybe. And then he says, I have to try and hide this in front of her because stress makes her more ill. I have to be composed. Yes, absolutely composed while you're laying there groaning and moaning and falling face first into the blanket. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's completely composed. Good job. Yeah, but none of that matters now because she has to listen to you. Um, So Jacob's like, no, I can't tell her anything you haven't. You Am I going to tell her that she's stupid, that she's going to die? She already knows all of that. And then Edward says to Jacob, you can offer her what she wants. I don't care about anything but keeping her alive. If it's a child she wants, she can have it. She can have half a dozen babies. Anything she wants. She can have puppies if that's what it takes. Bye. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Okay, no. Please understand. I know where he's coming from. I get it. He's very desperate. He's very sad. But this is 200 steps too far. (laughs) Right? Yep. I can not. Edward just lets that sit for a moment while Jacob literally mouths pops open like did you literally just say puppies to me (laughs) and then he continues but it's not gonna happen like this not this thing that is sucking the life from her i can't watch her sicken and waste away it's hurting her you have to make her see reason she won't listen to me anymore rosalie is always there feeding her insanity protecting it bella's life doesn't mean anything to her and then suddenly jacob's just like yeah well (laughs) damn rose that's pretty brutal that rosalie's like I literally still don't care about Bella. Mm -hmm. It is this baby that I'm, oh, that is intense to hear it from Edward. Mm. And then we go into Jacob taking this a very weird direction. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Not at all what Edward probably was intending to happen, but I don't think Edward really knew what he was intending to happen. I don't either. I agree with you. And I literally wrote, what is happening? Because suddenly Jacob's like, okay, so like, Bella won't mind being shared. Is he giving her to me? She's going to have a baby with me. What? And Edward's like, I don't care. What out? Just keep her alive. Jacob's like, this is the craziest thing you've ever said. (laughs) And then Edward's like, she loves you. And Jacob's like, not enough. And then he's like, well, she's ready to die to have a child. Maybe she'll accept something less extreme. And Jacob's like, what are you talking about? Bella would never go for this. And Edward's like, I know it'll probably take a lot of convincing, but you got to make her see sense. And then he's like, I can't even consider what he is suggesting, except that I will consider it and I will think about it a lot right now. He is so gross, you guys. He's so gross. I mean, I'm not going to say go read this chapter because don't, but you might want it. It's real gross. He's like, am I just going to borrow Bella for the weekend and return her on Monday like a movie rental? Oh, my gosh. And then he says the words, so tempting. (laughs) He is so gross, you guys. I didn't want to consider, but, you know, I have fantasized about Bella that way too many times (laughs) back when there was still a possibility. And also long after that, because I couldn't help myself. 
in front of Edward. Bella in my arms. Bella sighing my name. Sir, that is too much for all of us. (laughs) Sir, back away. Step away from the fantasies, please. (laughs) I cannot. And then he starts to think about a, a, a Bella pregnant with his child. And then he's like, okay, this is even too much for me. (laughs) so he's like what universe do you live in edward cullen that you would think that bella would be able to be talked into this even one percent and edward's like i don't know we can at least try (laughs) and then he goes where is this psycho crap coming from (laughs) excellent point um but edward's like i've just been thinking of nothing but waves to ways to save her since I realized what she was planning to do and I knew that I couldn't call I couldn't come find you if I called you wouldn't listen I didn't know how to like get you here for a conversation and then finally Jacob's like well what is it (laughs) Edward's like I don't know but it's stronger than she is when you first read this did you picture like some sort of like goblin demon baby like something horrifying looking Well, yeah, like if a vampire is perfect because of like the vampire transformation, then it's got to get real messed up if it just is growing, right? (laughs) It's like the ugliest thing you've ever seen. It's red and it has sharp pointy teeth and it has horns and it has really short legs and arms. It's like Chuck Esme. (laughs) I didn't even think of that, but yeah, maybe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So then Edward's just like, please help me stop it. And Jacob's like, how? You're really sick. She's never going to listen to this. And Edward's just like, try. We've got nothing to lose. (laughs) And then Edward's like, I don't care. Just talk to her. All I need her is to like second guess it like for one second. And then we'll we'll go from there. And Jacob's like, well, are you going to change your mind after she agrees to it? And Edward's like, "Mm -mm. if she wants a baby, she gets a baby. And then Jacob's like, okay, well, hmm. (laughs) Considering. Um... And then he finally ends up on like, no, right or wrong, it'll destroy her and you know it. Um, If she won't listen to you, you'll get your chance. The moment Bella's heart stops beating, I will be begging for you to kill me. And Jacob goes, you won't have to beg long. And so Edward's like, good. We have a deal. Mm. They shake hands. (laughs) The chapter ends. He's right to swallow his disgust. It's really gross. (laughs) I mean, guys, Jacob, Edward, dudes, just stop. You men, no, men, ah. no, no, this, no, stop. This isn't about you. <laughs> this is about the pregnant person. The pregnant person who gets to make her own decisions about her own pregnancy. Stop it. Not your choice. Period. Period. Oh my gosh. Glad that's over. Woo, we did it. <sighs> Close to the book. Thanks for, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate your time, and if you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I'm really sorry if this was your first episode. (laughs) I hope it never is, but if it was... That'd be so funny if somebody this week was like, I'm going to tune into this show. I've been wondering what they're all about. (laughs) Just here's us. (laughs) Welcome. Incredible. All right, our next task is to go record our Patreon only episode. I don't know what we're going to talk about today, but I'm sure it'll be awesome. Uh, If you'd like to hear it, come join us on the Patreon. It's a fun place to be. We have lots of episodes and lots of posts and fun things to do over there. And remember when in doubt, face planted out. (laughs) 
Love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.